with another week of the motherfucking shenanigans okay it's your girl sam <laughs> and it's your girl joy and this is let's be real Boo. okay <laughs> you know how we do and yeah so y'all missed it we was in here talking about you know the songs that we uh yeah we missed you know because I've, I've been uh bumping you know some do or die and some twister yeah shy town stand I love up twister come on shy town stand up like if i mean come What's on do you wanna ride in the backseat of my cottage chopping up? Boy, that shit, you couldn't tell me shit. I didn't know who the hell I thought I was. You could have told me I was a thug. We have some good music here. We did have some good music. Yes. Not no more. I mean, we got good music. But yeah. It hit different in the, the early, the 90s, early 2000s. Music hit different, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, it, defi- it definitely hit different because, shit, you couldn't tell me that I was like... Selling drugs. <laughs> I mean, I was hanging out with the drug dealers. I had this conversation. <laughs> yeah, because they say that music was drug dealer music, and now this is like drug user music. You know what? I never thought about it like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I definitely thought I was a drug dealer. I was hanging out with the drug dealers. Mm-hmm. Not always intentionally, y'all, but it just always <laughs> happened that way. And so, you know, by my dad being a cop mm-hmm. in, in the fucking 80s and 90s, you know, he used to be like, well, where the fuck was you at? I said, I don't know, Dad. I, you know, I just ended up at this motherfucking black party. Mm-hmm. And it looked like a regular-ass black party. But you know you somewhere you ain't supposed to be when the motherfuckers walk up to you and be like, you ain't from around here, Shawty. <laughs> I always look like I'm not around right, you, <laughs> you, You was cute. You ain't from around here. I'm like, what you mean? Because it looked like I bathed today. I'm confused. What you mean? <laughs> Yeah. You know now, though. Girl, I was in the motherfucking <laughs> whales. The, the motherfucking mm-hmm. DJ was like, we in the whales. Get it. I said, as in out of B-Well projects? Oh, <laughs> nigga. Get Girl, me the fuck out of here. My ass was definitely a suburbanite growing up. However, Ten Crack Commandments was like one of my favorite songs. And Biggie had me really feeling like I could start my own cartel business. <laughs> like, what you saying? What's the rules? What I need to do? <laughs> Girl, don't make me laugh. Y'all know Man. I, I'm over here with my whispers in the dark voice. Yeah, cut. a little Barry White voice going on, a little you Tony Braxton. Hey, baby. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was getting over a slight uh, cold. I really think it's allergy season. Allergies been trying to take me the fuck out all fall. All fall. Listen. Ain't been tearing my whole life up, okay? <laughs> but I, I went out and I thought it was allergies. And then, like, mm-hmm. the next day... That shit took me down full blood. I said, oh, no, this, this is something <laughs> this else. And, you know, during this era, you know, everything is the Rona. So I instantly start panicking. But, you know. Girl, people keeping a rapid test on deck. Got yes. them in the car. Look, the neighbors had a rapid test. I said, oh, shit, hell fucking yeah. I took one of them. It was negative. I so that I could, COVID. Yeah, I was like, I ain't got the Rona, y'all. Y'all good. Every, everyone stand clear. Everyone's good. It's not the Rona, but uh. But yeah, you still got the little raspiness yeah, back in there. Yeah, yeah. And they still wanted to make me work this week. These trifling motherfuckers. You know, but it's still your voice is pleasing to hear, even though you. Know. I barely can fucking talk. <laughs> it's old man talking about you know your voice real sultry. If you don't get your old ass, according to this account record, your ass is sixty four years old. Get off First my line, sir. Everybody need a little sugar daddy. Look, he ain't got no sugar to give. Listen, at the cost of his motherfucking medication, <laughs> sir, you you need to hang it up, okay? But yeah. Girl. How was your week, though? You know, I'm on medical leave. So I know, she out here chilling. My week's been cool. Y'all been reading. It's just, <laughs> it's amazing how much fun reading is when you, like, have time to read. Child, I miss there. it. I'm so nerdy. I just, I haven't been doing anything besides like reading shit. And oh, I've just been good. so happy. And relaxing. Yes, doing my yoga. As you should. Girl, I've been doing yoga on the balcony. Motherfuckers be watching me like, oh, I never thought to do that. I'm like, yep. Yeah. What y'all, you know what I'm saying? That's what we got these balconies yes. for? Yes. 
Yes. Now you gotta just make it like your own little oasis. And... Yeah, I've, I need to. I still need to decorate and stuff like that. So that's something I want to do on my leave. I got all these like Pinterest boards and shit saved, you know. So I ideas. saw, you know, I be on TikTok forever, and we gonna mm-hmm. get into this something else I seen on TikTok, but. Um, <laughs> This guy on TikTok redid his balcony mm-hmm. and created like a six foot barrier so nobody can see what he doing on his balcony. That shit had me cracking really? the fuck up. Yes, he bought some poles and made <laughs> it like uh, he put like bamboo going around the whole fucking barrier so you couldn't see shit. But he made wow. it nice. He had motherfucking tiki torches. Like he made it real nice. And can't nobody see what he doing on his balcony. See, the only reason why I wouldn't want to do that is that I got a nice little view. So mm. I don't want to block my view, trying to block other motherfuckers from seeing me. I feel you on that. You know. See, I would love to do some shit like that because mm-hmm. them niggas out there is nosy. Nosy as hell. Everyone on my block is nosy. Everybody. Yes. And I always have these random moments where I'm like, is somebody recording me right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm no. like, is there a camera in here? And then I'll pause for a second and be like, nah. <laughs> but shit, you ever think that? Like, you just be in your house doing some weird shit, tweaking or whatever, and be like, is there a camera? I mean, I'm <laughs> always walking around, you know, sometimes with no clothes on, with the blinds open. I Same. just be like, well, I guess they done see me now. I'm pretty sure but they see my ass all ass the fucking time. Look the same. You done seen it somewhere <laughs> yeah. before, okay? It's all right, because I'm always in my damn drawers walking Same. around this bad boy. And I know the old man across the way, because I can look, if I can look into his shit, I know he looking into my shit. Yeah, I'm leaving the patio door open, and I just be walking around, and be like, I ain't got a, no clothes on. Ass naked with the patio door open. And you know the parking lot right there, so I know people can see in there, but you know. I mean, you know, it's, you, in your, you at home. I'm at shit. home. That's how it be. So, how was your week? Um, outside of this damn, it, this cold that tried to take me up out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they be trying me every mm-hmm. week is a try me <laughs> her week. Um, they trying to add, I don't know if they trying to add more responsibilities on your girl and if that's going to come with more pay or not, but we going to see what they talking about. See, it should come with more pay. And oh, I'm not going to do it. Oh, I'm not going to do it if okay. it don't. Okay. Oh, you know, I, I'm not built for that kind of shit. These motherfuckers really do try to get all of the free labor. Mm-hmm. Like, no. You not finna add on top of what the fuck I'm already doing mm-hmm. and not cut me no more guap. Okay. I need Big all facts. the coins. But we're going to yeah. get into our first uh, segment. Our first segment of the day, our Let's Be Real segment. And y'all, if you <laughs> don't fucking know what they talking about on the Tiki Taki. The TikTok fucking cult. The daddy's girls girls. cults. Okay. And yes, I don't know. It's just a lot of drama. So I'm not finna And it's so many plot twists. It's a lot of fucking plot twists. And it's all black women. They all BBWs. And they all, all insecure, and they all grown as fuck. These are grown ass women. Some of them single mom, but they giving their money to this young ass, light skin ass, fake stud. She stud fishing. I learned she's, that new yeah, term. Stud, stud fishing. fishing. Cause she's a femme like a motherfucker. Went to a Facebook page, all her pictures. She was real cute, long little love motherfucking. Wait, oh, you got a whole different lifestyle. Lace fronts and shit. You know what I'm saying? She got a little like two piece outfit Look, though, like real cute. But my thing is, if you gonna do that, make your page private. This motherfucker don't give a shit. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> they still finna give her the money, you know. So, I, how did how did I miss this opportunity as a job? <laughs> I didn't even know that this was something I could do professionally, where I just make TikToks and collect a check. Like she make these motherfuckers pay for her to go live. Yes, they got to pay money to have individual conversations with her, for her to go on live. And her conversations don't be nothing. So, I'm going to tell you, I hopped into her lives mm-hmm. one time. Now, this was months ago because she's been doing this for a long time. I didn't know the severity of what was going on until it blew up. Yeah. Because one girl left. Talk about she make people cut themselves. It's too As much, tribute honestly, for her. Y'all. They got to pray to her. They got to follow her rules. All kinds of crazy shit. They were calling her God at one point. Yeah, too, they right? call her God. That's my God. That's They call her daddy, too. Um... So I had hopped in, I want to say I hopped in one of her lives a long time ago because she instantly drawn to her mm-hmm. page because she's like, oh, a BBW could get it. Oh, she's like, marry me today. So yes, I was like, oh, okay. I said, oh, okay, bitch, I'm going to follow you. Girls. Girl, okay. I jumped in the motherfucking live and these motherfuckers, like, 
she was like, they ain't speaking to me. She got like 50 fucking moderators in the live. <laughs> if you don't hop in the live and say, hi, daddy, they kick you out. Let me tell you something. What? I'm going to exit stage left. You ain't got to worry about putting my ass out. As soon as I join, and you know you join something and say mm-hmm. such and such join. I see someone say, you must speak to daddy. I said, who? Oh, no, nah, nigga. <laughs> I, I hopped my ass up. I went, went on, kept scrolling. And I didn't, like, pay any more attention to it. She's not entertaining in her life. She don't be doing shit. She's not all that entertaining on her page. She just be singing songs and, I guess... She be doing stuff with her eyes. with them. T- Are those contacts? They, they blue, girl. Or is that a filter? Either way, she they be doing blue, shit with her contacts. eyes. And I'm like, I can see how this might be appealing, but not enough for you to be giving your whole check to somebody. They calling her Siberian Husky Daddy. She owned it, though. She, yes, she, she called her she, said Daddy Husky now. Listen, I'm wondering. <laughs> so normally she goes, apparently she goes live every Saturdays. I'm wondering if she go go live today. Because mm. I'm going to see if I can go in there without getting blocked. Come on, expose. Get you the, know, I'm going to see if I can get the, the, <laughs> now, the inside this on, entertainment tonight. Some, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see if I can get in there. They're going to probably put my ass out. Because I did make a comment on one of her motherfucking pages. And I was talking reckless. And I was like, the real daddy is down y'all. She's legally married. She got a whole wife. A whole studsman. So that's Big Daddy. That's Big Daddy. That's the real daddy. I said, that's the one that's probably got her out here getting these hoes money. This is just so comical. But on a serious note, so our segment is about trauma bonding. Yes. Because a lot of the women that she's pulling in have have experienced trauma. Yes, a lot of trauma in their past. Um, Self-esteem, death in the families, abandonment. This is something that happens a lot. Yes. In situations mm-hmm. dealing with manipulation. Yes. Um, I mean, we could go into R. Kelly. You know, mm-hmm. he trauma bonded with a lot of these young mm-hmm. girls that he was pulling, mm-hmm. you know, because of everything that he went through. He was molested. He, yep. you know. And, and then he, they make you feel like nobody else is going to understand you like I do because they haven't experienced what we experienced. Together. Together. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And don't get me wrong. I've, I've trauma bonded with random ass individuals, mm-hmm. as you know. Um, and we've become friends, but it's never been like a predator prey type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm going to get but you But it's to so do- easy. When you hear some of the stories that the girls say, we can all empathize. Because, like, at one point, I felt like that. Especially all of them are plus size, too. So, mm-hmm. you know, the, the constant, you know, feeling like you're not enough or that you're too big. And people will, like, use that, like, ain't nobody going to love you like I love you. You fat. Like, they'll, you know, say stuff like that And it's that not really... I don't want to say that, what? but it's it's girls that are extremely insecure. Yeah, that may not be um, appealing to everybody. It's ones those yes. these are the ones that she specifically seeks out. Yeah, so it's a certain type of woman that she targets. It's uh, not like the fly too. ass BBW that's a plus size model or something. Nah, that ain't the one she get. No. She getting, you know, the girl that's been sitting over here with three, four kids, ain't yes. got time to do her hair. Mm-hmm. She may half-ass do her makeup, you know. Really don't have money to be giving her. Don't none of them have money to give her. No. Shit, one girl is in a shelter. Yes. A hotel at that. So they single moms, financial moms. issues, yes. you know, feeling insecure, low self-esteem, have previous traumatic experiences, and she preys on this. And that's that's the craziest part. As a woman. Yes. That you know, that bothers me the most. Like women who date women and that abuse and women and, and take advantage of women. Mm-hmm. Like that that shit really blows me. Bothers me <coughs> so much. Like I was telling you, it took me a while to really get into Young and May's music because like the lyrics, I'm like, damn, you out here uh, mm-hmm. uh you a womanizer. But you know, I still fuck with her. You know I love you, young and may, okay, boo. But, uh, <laughs> she just had to just, just, <laughs> just, just toss that in there you know <laughs> I guess we gonna rock with you right now but yeah. it did take me a while but though. I still have some questions I still got some reservations you know, I still you got know? Some questions. but it really does bother me when it's women that abuse women see the hard the, the hardest thing about this is to me it's like we talk about trauma mm-hmm. we talk about girls that will do anything to feel loved. Yes. And yes. so. They're desperate for it. I, I yes. instantly got nervous because, 
you know, I have a friend who was attacked with battery acid. Mm. And she was attacked twice. So you have to give me the story on that because that yeah you know, we'll we'll go we'll, into that. To, yes. Um. So she was she was attacked once. You know, and this is battery acid. These are burns, burned mm. through everything. You know, she was in the hospital for months. She had to have scar revision, all this kind of stuff. She goes wow. home, and because they didn't finish the job the first time, um, they sent two girls. Oh no! To do it the second time. So I see these girls attacking each other. I see these girls saying, to oh, we going to run up on you to protect that. Protect what? I don't know what they're protecting because none of these motherfuckers live in the same state. But, you know, <laughs> I get worried about shit like that because something, all it takes is someone who is not right in the mind to be yes. like, this is what I want you to do to them. Yep. And they will do that shit. And now you've ruined your life. You ruined your kid's life. Because now you're going to jail. Yes. You know, and it's just that simple to manipulate somebody's yes. mind. Yep. And sometimes people don't think about consequences. I, you know, y'all know I work in education. So I feel like I'm always having to tell my students, you are not in high school no more. Uh You jumping somebody, you attacking somebody It's different consequences now than when you were in high school. It's not going to the principal's office or you get suspended for two weeks. Your ass going to jail because I'm the bitch that's pressing charges. I'm not playing these games with y'all. Facts. <laughs> you know, Facts. you have to you have right. to tell people about consequences. Yes, they don't think I that. was always taught for every action is a reaction. Yes. Okay. Yes. And you have to be prepared mm-hmm. for that reaction because you don't know how somebody is coming. Facts. And people don't they just don't think, you know, three, four steps ahead and they get very impulsive, not mm-hmm. able to manage their emotions in the moment. And a lot of these girls you can tell that, you know, they haven't loved on themselves enough in a long time Uh and they getting wrapped up in this tiktok shit you know and it's community a lot of the girls said they joined the cult because of the sisterhood they got from the other women and that camaraderie and shit like that but that shit they turn on you real fast it turned real fast they really vibing with this stuff and got questions and stuff it sounds like they're kicking your ass out they trying to jump you they telling you to self-harm so is that really a sisterhood that you want to be a part of and that's why a lot of people were leaving. Like, one mm-hmm. girl said she joined when she was in a really dark space. Yeah. And they made her feel like family. They made everyone mm-hmm. feel like family. But then when she really needed family, they turned their back on her. And I was just like, this shit is crazy. Because it's yes. deeper than what we thought. Yes. You know, I instantly, like I said, I jumped in the live months ago. I, w- I did not. I just thought it was a whole bunch of girls following her, calling themselves daddy's girl. I did not think. Mm-hmm. It was as as deep and as serious as this. Is she sleeping with all of them? Um, like the top ones. Mm. Um, apparently, yeah. Okay, because I'm like, if you just giving your money, I mean, at least get you know. I mean, some <laughs> of them. Some of them said they done flew out. One girl said she put the harness over the joggers. I don't know if all this shit is true, or you know, it's three sides to every story. We ain't there. <laughs> We don't know what's happened. We don't know who's sleeping with who. But y'all, um, the TikTok coverage, the, the TikTok, TikTok coverage journalists, is, is the TikTok's newscasters <laughs> crew. Okay, they broadcasting this whole shit. It is all types of stuff. They they talking about like she, like was raping raped someone. How, really? With, with the strap, like someone who wow. didn't want it. They said. That's what she did. So I don't know. That's another rumor that's going around. I these girls come forward and press charges for real. For no, real. some of the one that she apparently did this to is still one of the daddy's girls. Oh, she in love with her and shit? I don't like, know. but It's Stockholm Syndrome. I'm just like, what if, if you anally raping motherfuckers, you need your ass whipped. Facts. Uh, because Anytime you ain't I hear like... anally rape, I think of boondocks in time. <laughs> If you do it all that, like something's really messed up in your head. Yeah. But also with that, mm-hmm. she was also a BBW. That's what we did. Failed Y'all. And, and lost she, a lot and, of weight. And she was so when her she wasn't I'm not gonna say she wasn't the most attractive BBW. She wasn't. But her transformation, she low key don't even really look like she the same person. She looks like a completely, completely different, different person. person. You know, through the contacts. Yes. In, you know, getting the hair done. The little Jerry curl wig. That's you like kind of giving Bruno Mars kind of not. Went from a one to a ten. Like yeah. that in her mind. So a lot of people are saying that the yes. abuse that she received from her studsmen. She's inflicting on women Is now. what she's inflicting on women now. And I hope that that's not the case. Um, like I said, it's three sides to every story. But it's just the fact that... Mm-hmm. These women are going hard, yeah. you know, 
And it's scary because I'm hearing them. Like, they got all kinds of videos out. Yeah, we going to see you. We going to run up on girls who done left. Yeah. You running up on whom? Okay. And why? In the grand scheme of things, like, why? Because she was talking about it's it's very so petty shit. Stupid. It's it's giving me high school. Yeah. Um, it's giving me high school. It's giving know, me childish. Yeah, childish. But you know they grown, so they feel like they can't hop in the car and go like. Shit, I heard one was a school teacher. Whose kids is she teaching? Not the fuck mine. The internet police and investigators, the way they will get you fired from a job, okay? They will mail your boss. Did you see this? One girl <laughs> is like facing risk and losing her child. Yes. Like, and my thing is this. If you got an open child protective services case, your ass don't need to be on the internet. Yeah, perhaps you need to stay offline. I'm not finna Focus be. Focus on your kids. Look, no? you want to back. I'm not finna be on nobody's live. I'm not finna be t- telling no. my story or but nothing. But they don't think about consequences. You got me fucked up. Yes. As soon as there's a, a case and the people's is looking into me, I'm going ghost. When I tell you yes. I'm deleting all pages. Okay. But it's all this research coming out now about how trauma literally like changes our DNA, alters how our brain functions, how we process information and how we respond to stimuli. So I hearing some of these stories and the things that these women went through before they even got to the cult, um, it kinda like it's it sucks. Like these women were already vulnerable, you know, and people like this, like they end up in situations like this because of prior trauma and it just sucks. You know, yeah, like one girl, she lost her dad in October and her mom in December. Yeah, and let me tell you something for as someone who lost their dad and who is not healed from that shit, and that's gonna be shit seven years in December. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even imagine losing both parents within yep. six months. Mm-hmm. Like, I would be a fucking mess girl. when I lost my dad. I turned into the most ignorant bitch you've ever mm-hmm. met in your life. Mm-hmm. Everyone would have been like, damn, she mean as fuck. I didn't give a fuck your fit fuck your feelings. You was going through fuck shit. everything you you got you who you talking to? Yes. I was I wanted all the smoke every day. Like even when my family would say shit, people used to come from my mama mm-hmm. and, and my mom would tell me this stupid shit. And I'd be like, What's a phone number? And she'd be like, But <laughs> Sandy, that's not how we handle things. I was like, I don't give a shit. I don't know who she thinks she's talking to. Like I turned into a fucking because when people are grieving and they're going through things and trauma they don't respond how they Mm -hmm. normally respond you know and this shit alters you it definitely Um, does so when i was an undergrad i took this class i told you about this shit but i didn't tell y'all yeah i took this class on um cults so it was called popular religion but the my professor used to be in a cult and he survived like numerous cults and then used that experience to go into theology so um, every class, we would have somebody from a popular religion come and talk to us about their cult. <laughs> Low key. We, wow. met, we met Scientologists. We met Satanists. All kind of shit. There was a cult like out in Brazil. They brought some people from the um, cult to talk to our class. But the one thing that that class left me, like, uh, people who feel lost, you know, that's why, like, when it's the trauma and they feel very hopeless, not really knowing um, what steps to take next or what direction they want to go in are very susceptible to like to look for someone to lead them, someone to follow, someone to guide them. And a lot mm. of times it could be abandonment issues, not having parental figures or whatever, and they're seeking that now, and they fall into these cults because they get that from there. Like somebody who, they look at the, the cult leader like it's a father or a, a, you know, a father figure because a lot of the times it'd be men doing yeah, shit like this. That's most why of the this time so, it's men, that's why it's crazy. This is, that's why this is so crazy because it's a woman you know this is you know it's the gay woman and it's it's like tantalizing what is it tantalizing right and this is like this is affecting our community y'all yes so i say that to say this like i don't know what's going on behind closed doors but whatever yeah. the fuck it is yeah i feel like it needs to stop um even if the shit is fake the shit needs to end this is her second page yeah damn um, i know that yeah, they got the first page taken down. So this is her second page on TikTok. Oh, wow. Um, I'm not sure about Instagram and, like, her other pages. But I'm going to say this. It's um one guy I follow on TikTok is King Jaunty, J-E-A-N-T-Y. He has a petition mm-hmm. in his um profile. Y'all click the link, sign a petition. We're just trying to get this shit to end. Um, At if least we, get these pages taken down. Yeah, if we can get the pages taken down. Because y'all got to realize, it's not only young women... On fucking TikTok. It's kids. And all it takes is that one kid. Yeah. That one 16-year-old, 17-year-old, 18-year-old whose parents ain't in the house. Yeah. 
yeah, who's feeling alone, who doesn't have that connection, who might also be a BBW looking for love. And you know, that's all it's going to take that gets to, to start getting younger and younger girls yep. sucked into the shit. And that shit just ain't cool. I don't give a fuck what you're doing. If you're not supporting the community and you're not uplifting mm-hmm. women and just, just uplifting, uplifting mm-hmm. women, you know yes. what I'm saying? It's unnecessary. So unnecessary. y'all go to that motherfucker profile, like I said, the and get the, get the shit shut down because yes. it's it's outrageous. And we mm-hmm. got, like, take TikTok back to the thirst traps and the dances because, you know, TikTok that's, used to be lit. That's and what that I was like. like. Now yeah. my whole, every, every other video is about this shit. Yep, because everybody's trying to raise awareness and to, because I didn't even know that it was going on. And what we're seeing now, people have been doing posts. And trying to raise awareness about this months ago. Yeah. So it's now getting, you know, attention attention like Mm -hmm. this. But people have been trying for a while. I didn't even realize it was going on for that fucking long. And if you have experienced the trauma, and honestly, it took a while for me to do it. And you know how we've always talked about it. Like, work on self and go to therapy. Like, honestly, Mm -hmm. um, it took me about four years to finally admit that my Mm -hmm. need to go to therapy. But it's always a good step because, yes. the, like we said, and like Joyce said, you know, that trauma does affect you, alter it your does. DNA. It does alter your experiences going forward. It takes forward. time off your life, too, if you, if you don't find mm-hmm. um, ways to cope and ways to process and deal Absolutely. with what happened. And do, the, do this at any age. Like, y'all, I've been having a hard time. I told y'all I'm on a leave from work. My anxiety was bad. Mm-hmm. Like... Things that I clearly never really dealt with have been popping up lately. Like, I've been talking to Sam about it and shit. You know, I'm getting a therapist. I don't... Now, I will tell y'all, it's been hard as hell getting people to get these appointments and shit. They are in high demand. Yeah, high demand, but keep trying. Like, don't give up. If you are in need of help, you know, keep keep reaching out for that support. Um, But, shit, take a leave from work. Mental health, all this stuff falls under And people FMLA. don't realize, a yes. lot of people who have full-time jobs mm-hmm. don't realize that you don't have to quit your job. You don't. Let me tell you, <coughs> excuse me, um, these people that are not people of color, mm-hmm. okay, they know all the rules. Okay? All the loopholes. They take their <laughs> leave of yes. absences and bring their asses right the fuck back to work. We should be able to do that shit, too. Honestly, you, you should get a black sabbatical just for being black. <laughs> right. Just for being black. You get, a, you get special days. If you're a just, minority in the, in the company, you okay. definitely need them. <laughs> we need Dead our ass. own fucking vacation time because, shit, I be struggling. Struggling, yes. okay? But use y'all leave of absences. Don't leave no vacation time on the table. Don't leave shit on the table. Let me tell y'all something about that shit because that shit pisses me off, Okay. People who get some type of pride mm-hmm. in having perfect attendance. Let me tell y'all, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> Big facts, they don't. They don't give a fuck <laughs> if you didn't use none of your sick time. That's your goof ass yes. not using your sick time. This is paid time off. Use I use every last hour. Every last. Every last hour. I had 2.8 hours of sick time left this week. I used 2.5, okay? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to use the other point three. Okay, when I tell you I use every amount of sick time I have, y'all use y'all shit. Take time for yourself. Yes. You know, work Look. on self. Like, we all should be continuously growing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and wanting to be better because... Yes. You ain't just a perfect work of art. You know um, what I'm saying? We all work in progress, okay? Uh, and especially mine. <laughs> so, y'all know I'm always going to be a work but in yes. progress. But I really, 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 really want you all to self-care, prioritize yourself. And if you've experienced any type of trauma, like, for real, sit with and think about, you know, what you need if you haven't processed it. And sometimes, and like, we we did talk about trauma bonding and manipulation. Yes. But like I was telling Joy, sometimes I have trauma bonded with other people who are experiencing the same thing. Yeah, it's not always And sometimes it's that you can take comfort in someone else yes. who is, you know, they might be losing their dad. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm able to be like, man, this shit ain't easy. And I'm not finna say, mm-hmm. you know, it gets better with time. I'm never the one that's gonna say it get better in time because I don't feel that way. They say you just learn to live with the void. Yeah. Some of you. <laughs> like, I still ain't learned to live with it. Like, mm-hmm. I still struggle with through that, y'all, yeah. on a regular basis. Like, mm-hmm. honestly. So, I'm not going to tell anyone that it's easy, but sometimes having people who have had those same experiences, yeah. um, you guys can kind of, like, walk each other through mm-hmm. the journey. Yeah. I'll say that. So, with that being said, yes. we going to get into our Next. 
bossy boo. I'm bossy. I'm the first girl stood on the track. I switched up the beat of the drum. I don't need to be right. saying. That's right. I swap all the boys to the yard. And hey. that's right. Hey. I'm the one that's hey. tattooed in the hey. dark. So hey. I'm bossy. Hey. I remember hey. the Look. words. She had all the words. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, my shit was for the crack, y'all. I can't believe they was coming back to me like that. You know, I don't, I don't uh, never know the words. Girl, Khalees been dropping new music. Have you heard her Shut Midnight Snack song? Midnight Snack. It's called Midnight Snack. Her, who, who, whose mama is a snack? How old is Khalees talking about Midnight Snack? She look like a snack. You know, they they got the money to always okay. look like snacks. Khalees always been a baddie, okay? Always been a baddie. I ain't see nobody, why the milkshake was great. Ain't nobody killing them like motherfucking Ashanti right now. I don't Ashanti care what anybody say amazing. to me. Ashanti is killing the fucking okay. game. Y'all know we love Ashanti. Love me some Ashanti, okay? We love Ashanti. We've been fucking with you, boo, since Listen, the sideburns was Oh, baby. <laughs> okay. I wanna love you, babe. I'm thinking of you, babe. Listen, Ashanti is killing the fucking game. I said, I looked at Ashanti. She's aging backwards. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna start using that motherfucking gym membership this week. I said, she got me fucked up and she's getting older and she is getting finer, okay? Aging like fine wine, okay? (laughs) She looks so good. Perfect. Props to you, Ashanti Boo. (laughs) Killing them, killing them. Okay, so (laughs) our bossy boo this this week is, okay. It is J-H-A Gordon. Gordon. So we're thinking it's Ja. ja. We're yeah. going to go with Ja. We don't call you Ja, boo. If it's not Ja, you know, you can correct us. We take positive criticism. Yes, you know, we, we fuck up. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we go go with Ja. Um, y'all, she got the custom shoes. They fire. It's fuck. I want a pair. That Listen, red pair with the roses on there. I don't even fuck with ones like that. Fucking fight. But when I tell you I want to buy some Hell and yeah. send them to her ass for customization, yeah, y'all know, chill, y'all know we in a sorority. Y'all know it's motherfuckers want to pop out. It's our centennial year, so you probably know what kind of organization we in by now. It is our fucking time to shine. That I need me some motherfucking blue and gold motherfucking yes. ones with the Louis Vuitton motherfucking screaming. <laughs> Listen, I'm, look, that shit looks fire. I'm finna get me some. Yeah. Y'all, go to her website out the box, B-O-X-X-C dot com. Just like that. O-U-T-D-A B-O-X-X-C out the box. Yeah. Dot com. What I'm thinking is getting some custom sneakers and then have them turned into skates by our other bossy boo. Let, ooh, yeah, that would be raw. Mm-hmm, for my birthday. I also got some brand new Tims in there. She yeah. probably could customize them bad boys too. Mm-hmm. Listen, I got shoes your girl ain't even wore yet. Listen, I'm excited for the winter. Yeah, because it's Just time for, for the me. Clothes, to, for it's the time for me to pop out these boots. Mm-hmm. I got boots in every fucking color. Your girl ain't been wearing them, and it's just like. <laughs> What the fuck was you doing during quarantine? Just buying shit. You couldn't go nowhere, but you were just buying shit. I started thrifting. I've been finding all the shit at the thrift stores. I got a little faux fur vest. I can't wait to pop out with a little thigh high boot. (laughs) So, uh, girl. Listen, I always wanted the thigh high boots with the little dress. Yes. With the fishnets. Y'all, don't talk to me. When you see me in the streets, act like you don't know me because I ain't going to know myself. Okay. okay. <laughs> and I know it's the winter and I know there's no sun. We don't play. But we I'm don't having give, sunglasses on, bitch. We from Chicago. <laughs> we don't give a shit. We always fly. Always fly. We gonna wear it can be snow on the ground. We got shades on. <laughs> we don't give These a fuck. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, y'all check out our bossy boo. We see you doing your thing. Yes. We definitely finna check you out because mm-hmm. that shit right there. Everybody go with a pair of shoes in my motherfucker. They house. are so dope. Like we not even like overselling like dead ass, like she She's even got the baby fuck. shoes on yes. lock, okay? And y'all know how y'all be like, yeah, she had the extra air, with your It kids. looked like it was air, the ombre. She had this one pair that was purple ombre, so fire. I'm finna get me some custom. Yeah, Ooh, okay. I wonder how rainbow ombre I look. And y'all don't even know my baby girl coming through, you know, our sororities auxiliary group. Mm. So, you know, we finna be out here with the match. The only time y'all gonna see us match. Okay. <laughs> oh, you'll match energy. With oh, you gonna energy. see the legacy <laughs> pop through. The legacy is popping through. Okay, we finna cut the fuck up, and everyone. I'm gonna be I'm making bay ass match with me. And look, we finna be cutting the fuck up in all the legacy parades. She coming through with her blue and gold. I got mine look, too. We is cutting up. I'm making me and Bay get matching shoes. She ain't ready. <laughs> she just gonna be like, all right. <laughs> Like I basically should wear whatever the fuck I wanted to wear as long as I uh, tell her what we wear. She don't care. 
But yes, <laughs> y'all check out our bossy boo. Yes. As you know, we gonna highlight them on our page. Every Wednesday. So you can see us every Wednesday. And we save them in our highlights. So if yes. you ever miss bossy boo, they're in our page or on our IG page. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so we're gonna get on to our boot up. Hey, a baby dad. Y'all know I can't sing my voice. Yeah, her is voice is gone. Bus. Yes, and but the Buddha. Yes. Oh no! Oh no! I'm sorry, y'all. I don't have an excuse. My voice just be, you know, in I'm, these notes. Y'all know the game is on, so you know I be multitasking and recording and shit. Oh my the game god! On, and I don't know who the fuck just went down because I wasn't paying attention. But it was somebody on motherfucking Alabama team. It the the fucking game just started. What the fuck is wrong? And there better not be that sorry ass quarterback. But we gonna get into this. You know, up. I just feel like I haven't been able to get into men's sports. It's like watching women play sports just do something to my gay ass. <laughs> I'll be laser focused on the TV, like, oh, what's she doing? Like, I get I get so excited to watch women's sports. Oh yeah, Man. I want to watch women's sports live. Yes, we we got to go to all the games. All the games, y'all. So the uh, our our Chicago Sky. Oh won y'all! If you, in case you didn't know, championship. Before we get to the boots, bossy boots. Yes. In case you didn't know, shout out, to motherfucking Chicago champions. Sky. We motherfucking cha- are the champions, my friend. We I don't know the word. Hey, to the Hey, we Listen, they cut the fuck up. Cut the fuck up. And y'all better give them their motherfucking props, okay? They were losing by like 11 points and came back and won. It was such a fucking phenomenal game and a phenomenal series, and they won it for it. Me and Bae was glued to that shit. But it pissed me off how I don't feel like the city showed up enough. Because that's how the city treats women. Yes. So, we not doing that shit next year. My ass is going to have pom-poms. I'm making signs. I'm going to show the fuck up because one thing I love to do is cheer. Yes, Joy is the cheerleader. So, I just wanted to say that. Please, support Chicago Sky. And shout out to to the home team. Yes. Y'all did the damn thing. Y'all did the damn thing. So, our boss, uh, our Our boot up. up. Segment. We, um, you know, we talked about the drama bonding. We're gonna get into um, the dating, dating violence. violence because one thing that we did notice about, you know, the girls being attacked, the girls being yes, self harming, the girls self harming, verbal abuse. Um, this is a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's it is a problem yes. within the lesbian community. It is. Um, there's, and I'm not even gonna I'm not gonna direct this mainly toward ma- towards masculine identifying women because it's not always because I've seen it work yes. in both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, one girl she came on and she was telling them like, you know, I had a daddy, I had a stud, I call her daddy, and let me show you what she did to me. She beat her within an inch of her fucking life. Oh no! Her she tried to kill her and her fucking child. Okay, this is a problem. Wow. This is a serious problem because they feel like, oh, we both girls. Yes. I can kick your ass. Yes. Yes. Y'all want to fight. When y'all see these indicators Mm -hmm. in your relationship, it is time to Mm -hmm. walk the fuck away. I am tired of hearing about it. I am tired Mm -hmm. of seeing. It's bad enough that we have the domestic violence between Mm -hmm. men and women. But y'all are doing this shit to each each other. And this shit scares me. So I told you about this before. So um, at one <laughs> a, a school that I previously worked for, um, you know, two of my students were dating, mm-hmm. and it was an abusive relationship. And it took so long for it to come out. Uh, they ended up letting them live together in the dorms. Which, what? Yeah, and that, that's something that it's easy to do. It's same sex. Like you get to choose your roommate. So they were able to live together. So it was um, domestic abuse, but in the housing, in the res hall, uh, when it got reported, you know, I was uh, trained to be like a confidential advisor on campus. So the uh, the survivors and stuff would come to me to like get resources and get connected mm-hmm. and stuff. The school, one of the people that was like one of the gatekeepers didn't want to acknowledge that this was dating violence because it was two women. So they were like... It was certain processes and certain procedures that couldn't get started because they didn't view it as like a Title IX issue because it wasn't dating violence. So they were like, 
Maybe they're just friends. No, no. You know, and then uh, it was really easy because all it took for one of the girls in the relationship to say, well, we're not really dating. Then they would dismiss it like, okay, well, then it's not dating, vi- dating violence. They're not really dating. It's like, no, everybody's trying to tell y'all that this is abusive. And I couldn't, like, it was so hard trying to get the, the school involved to, like, help put a stop to at least force them to live separately. Right. How did, first of all, what happened to zero tolerance? That part. Y'all, That's why I couldn't work that no more. Like, people talk about zero tolerance, but when shit like this happens, y'all let certain shit fucking yes. slide. Like, that shit. They let shit like that slide all the now, time. Now, what if that girl would have came up sex. dead? And that's what I kept mentioning. That's what I kept mentioning because um, the one, one of the girlfriends would self-harm to manipulate the other partner into staying in the relationship. So every time she was like, this isn't healthy, I want to walk away, I want to break up, she was like, I'm going to kill myself if you leave me. And would like cut herself oh and do things God. to manipulate her into staying. And it was so hard to get anybody to do anything about it because it was same sex. Y'all, y'all, this happens so often and it's um, so easy for it to get overlooked because you're right saying it's like we both women. So what's up? So what's up? You don't know? don't try to fight me in the streets because first of all, I'm cute. I'm calling a popo. Facts. <laughs> Listen. You not finna <laughs> my, I don't want. I want none of that. I don't want. I don't want. You don't want mm-hmm. none of these problems. I'm no, calling. You going you. to jail? Fuck it with me. I am calling the post. <laughs> Listen, if you threaten me, I'm filing a police report. I don't give a fuck who you are. I'm about that shit. Everyone be like, nah, we don't be calling. Fuck you. I need a paper trail because if I fuck your ass up, mm-hmm. I need a paper trail. So I can get out of jail. Like, yes. I'm not... <laughs> but, you know, I wonder how many people, because of all of the stuff that has been happening with the police, that are so reluctant to call the police when they are in need of help and support like that. Like, And I don't blame you, know? you because, honestly, when my dad retired, he didn't fuck with the police. Mm-hmm. Because he saw the shift getting worse. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying it was good. He saw the shift getting worse because, you know, they treated him differently as a black cop. Yeah. And I was raised about three by three, four black cops. You know, I was mm-hmm. always around black cops. And they didn't they didn't really mess with a lot of they knew who was racist. Wow. Put it like that. They knew who was racist and they didn't fuck with those guys. But certain instances you need a paper trail. Yes, you need a paper trail. And and the best thing about nowadays is you could do that shit online. Yep. Cause you know, so I got I've gotten threatened. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, is that a threat? Oh, say less, bitch. Filed a, I went right I online. Found a police report. And found yep. a motherfucking police report. And this wasn't even my girl. Mm-hmm. This was my friend's girl. She was threatening me. Mm. Like, because people are so, getting into these controlling situations. Yep. And they want to... <laughs> and they'll fight you and your friends. I've seen that before. Your friends try to jump in and now y'all all fighting. You know, it's dangerous out here. But I will say that there's all... Maybe not there's always, but m- most of the time there are red flags and things that you, you know, may, to, may have overlooked to let you know that this motherfucker crazy. And it's, this ain't the person you need flags, to be but dating. It, most of the time, the situation has happened more than once. Yes. So, you know, one of my homegirls, my close girl, and, you know, she don't mind that I talk about it. Um, she was in a situation where she was dealing with someone who was a recovering addict. Mm-hmm. But every time she would threaten to leave her, she would purposely overdose. Wow. So that she would have to take her to the hospital, stay with her in the hospital, or go to the hospital. Um, And it was just something as simple as they get into an argument and they decide to go to the beach. Mm. She'll walk to the water and come back and this bitch is overdosing at the fucking beach. Wow. In the middle of the night, no one's anywhere to be found. Because she was just like, I don't know if, if I can continue to do this with you. She did that on multiple occasions. Yeah. To the point where she had to say, like, when she would call and be like, I'm in the hospital. She just had to ignore it. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you're in the hospital then. Because y- y'all have to realize that this shit is going to continue to do it. Yes. yes. Anyone that's threatening to harm themselves because you want to leave. Yep. Needs more help than you could ever give them. You know, and sometimes it's real subtle. You know, I had an ex that uh, was diabetic and she would eat things and do things knowing that it would make her sick. And then over time, I started to feel like I can't leave her because then she won't be able to take care of her. So now you feel like you have to take care of her. Yes. Like, and then I'd be like, I don't know what's going to happen to her if 
I break up with her, is she going to be homeless because she moved in with me? Mm-hmm. Like, is she going to have somewhere to stay? Is she going to be take care of herself? And it's sometimes, you know, the manipulation is so subtle and happens And you don't realize time. that you don't you're even being realize manipulated. It. You don't even realize it. Yes. Sometimes it's not always blatant and explicit like that. Where it's easy to recognize, you know, and it sucks you in. You be like, damn. That shit has definitely happened to me until I was just like, you know what? I'm not mm-hmm. responsible for you taking care of yourself. Yeah. Okay. Like, I gave you a place to stay so you can get on your feet. You stay here, but now you're getting comfortable. Yes. Now you're trying to use this, like, I ain't got nowhere to go. But guess what? What if I wasn't here? Facts. You'd you, have to figure it the fuck you out, would wouldn't you? You would figure it the fuck out. So guess what you finna do today? Yep. Run me my keys. I never understand how people <laughs> feel so entitled to your shit. Like, Girl. you really have issues with your parents and how they didn't take care of you. That ain't my fault. It ain't my responsibility. I'm not your mama. Oh, we won't even get into that. That's a whole nother conversation. That's a whole nother topic for a whole yes. nother podcast episode. But dating violence isn't always physical abuse either. You know, it's verbal. It could be financial. Yeah. You know, motherfuckers controlling your money, having you on a fixed <laughs> income. Every time you get paid, they take your check. And cut you your <laughs> money. Like, it ain't your check. Listen, so I'm not even going to say, like, take my check. But I had someone who's still for me. Damn. Not only steal from me, blame it on my kid. Like, I know I had $20 in this wallet. Oh, uh, maybe Layla took it. You finna sit up here. And, <laughs> and I would sit and look at that motherfucker. I'm like, you finna sit up here and tell me that this three-year-old took $20 out of my purse. And she wow. know I'm crazy. She know I'm crazy. Do you, though? Like, I'm sitting here like, I know you took my motherfucking money. Like, Wow. But yeah, y'all, the, the abuse is just so subtle. Like, verbal abuse is hard, too. Because sometimes yeah. people think just because somebody's not hitting you, then you can withstand it. It's not it's not violence then. Yeah, I was in a very verbal abusive mm-hmm. uh, relationship for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it was just, like, constantly being beat down. Yep. And that shit, like we were talking earlier, it weighs on your... your you know, your self-esteem. Like, yes. I, I, I've always thought I was a bad bitch, but there was a, a long period of time where I was just like... I ain't shit. Yep. And I didn't think I was a bad bitch. And then that reflected in shit mm-hmm. how I dressed when I went outside. Mm-hmm. I wasn't putting makeup on. I didn't give a shit. I was going outside looking like raggedy in every mm-hmm. fucking day because that's how I felt on the inside. Because I was constantly being torn down yep. on a regular basis. Like, yeah, all of this shit is toxic. All of it is toxic. You have to recognize the, the flags. Yes. And you have to want better for yourself. Mm-hmm. We always talk about self-worth mm-hmm. and acknowledging your self-worth. And that is just what I want people to focus on. Yes. Um, you can't fix everybody. No. You just have to worry about fixing yourself. Yes. And, if the, and I think what happens sometimes is after the first time, people give, like, the person a freebie. I'm going to give her a freebie. Mm-hmm. You know, we was both, you know, arguing. I said some shit. You said some, some shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then it happens again. And then it's like, you know, they give you a gift or they do some gesture to try to apologize. Then it starts to become a pattern and it starts to happen more frequently. Then you start noticing like they start isolating you from your friends. Don't tell your friends about what happened. They're not going to understand, you know. And then next thing you know, now y'all trauma bonding because nobody will understand the love connection y'all have because they never they don't understand this. And if you if you grew up in a, a household where. That type of abuse existed there. Sometimes that's how people you form a connection. Form a connection, mm-hmm. and um, that's how you view love. Like you don't really love me if you ain't never hit me. I had somebody tell me that before. Like I don't, I don't feel like that's passion. Like if you don't snatch me up a little bit, do you? Did you really? Do you Girl, really love I ain't me? Got the energy. Like, you ain't got to snatch me up to show me you love me. I don't even like. <laughs> I don't even like laying hands on my kid. Let me mm-hmm. tell you, because that is exhausting. What makes you think I'm gonna lay hands on your ass? And if I got the, if I got to lay hands, that's a workout. I'm going to jail. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm picking some shit up. No key, don't even tickle me. <laughs> she said the, don't, bring the, don't bring the tickle monster to the party because you tickling, I'm swinging. I'm not the motherfucker to tickle. She said she has a box. And when you enter, <laughs> you enter the box, like, you've gone too far. Look, okay? look, I don't like none of that shit. And if I tell you stop once and you keep going, then, like, no. Now I'm angry. Now I'm angry. <laughs> and y'all got to realize, like, some people act, react from past experiences. Yes. And I'm one of them motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> I am definitely one of them motherfuckers. 
Don't grab my arms. Don't try to put like don't try to restrain me. I had an ex do that. Oh no. So baby. I'm trying to break up with them. They snatched me up by the arms, locked the door, snatch like snatch me in the room, grab my arms. I'm sitting here like I ain't never seen this side of you before. The fuck. I lost my mind. That bitch grabbed my arm one time. I Y'all said, don't do that. I looked at my arm and I looked at her. And I said, This is what you wanna do? Is this the motherfucking game you want to play? That motherfucker dropped my arm so quick. Because I literally was going to go from zero to a thousand. Like, you do not want to no, play this game with me. I'm not what the, the fuck is you with. grabbing me for? Like, we not going to do this. Mm-mm. And you definitely ain't going to do nothing crazy in front of my kid. Facts. You know, I want to be loved with care. And gently. Tenderly. Okay? Every now and again, you know, maybe a little... Razzle dazzle when we when we uh getting freaky, but honestly, that's what I know, said. You throw me against the wall in the bedroom, not in the argument. You know, <laughs> like there has to be consent with the throw, okay? So right. And if you throw me too hard, we need a safe word. I'm not the bitch. I want to be loved with care, tenderly, okay? Oh, listen, I'm good. <laughs> so with that being said, because we have to wrap it up, y'all. Yeah. Um. We talked about a lot in this last We did little, talk about uh, a lot and I think the some heavy shit too. The um the overall theme yes. is to work on self. Mm-hmm. No self worth. No self worth. And, and ain't recognize no love worth all that. Ain't no love worth all that. And recognize these um what I what what am I trying to say? These uh, signs, these red flags, flags that are gonna be detrimental to you mm-hmm. and your whole journey of growth. And trust your gut. You know, it, a lot of times y'all know that somebody ain't shit and will not listen to your gut, or you've been taught or conditioned to not trust yourself and second guess yourself. That's the byproduct of gaslighting. Mm-hmm. You stop trusting your instincts and you stop trusting that the way you perceive something was accurate. Like, maybe I misunderstood. No, you did not. And I promise you, God, the universe, higher power is not going to send you your soulmate and no narcissistic, abusive ass motherfucking body. I promise you, that is not your soulmate. Ain't no soulmate, y'all. Yeah, we did discuss this. It's just somebody, you know, you got a a tie with. Yes. And once you spend some time with yourself and love yourself, your tolerance for this shit will be very minimal. Because trust me. Let me tell you, it only took it only took that one verbal ass abusive ass relationship, and my ass is ignorant. <laughs> Listen, I'd be like, "Who the fuck you talking to?" Thanks. Like, so with j- this, I want y'all. You know, if you are in an abusive relationship right now and you're experiencing dating violence, please reach out and get some help. We'll uh, add a resource. Yeah, we'll find, our, some uh, we'll find some resources or shit. And if share you just with y'all. if you need to talk, like sometimes it's verbally yes. abusive. And you need to talk to the right people to help mm-hmm. you through this stuff, especially with verbal abuse, because yes. no one's actually putting their hands on mm-hmm. you. Um, shit, you definitely can reach out. Yeah. I'll definitely sit up here and have conversations mm-hmm. with you because I've talked. I've talked to many a women like, uh, bitch, you don't deserve. Okay, yes. at the end of the day, you deserve to take care of yourself, yeah. and this world is bigger than this fucking relationship. Yes. And if you have any children or impressionable youth around, think about, you know, how how you're shaping their future and the images and the type of role model that you're being by them watching you take this type of abuse. And they're definitely paying attention. They're paying attention. They're paying attention at young ages, guys. So on that, thank y'all for y'all support and rocking with us. It's your girl, Sam. And it's your girl, Joy. And we out of here. Peace.